Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Steel City Underground WTF podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. So week 10, oh my goodness, how, what do we, where do we even start with week 10? You know, one of my hobbies is watching football. It is. I love Steelers football, but I like NFL in general. I'm not a big, you know, college football fan, but I, I just love the NFL. But week 10 was tough. Talk about bad football. I mean, everywhere. And let's start with Monday night football. We'll go backwards. Denver 24, Buffalo 22. What the heck? And when I hear some of the talking heads saying, are the Broncos a legitimate playoff contender? The answer is no. Yes, they started at one and five, which is absolutely terrible. And they were the ones that also lost that 70 points to the Dolphins early in the season. But they have had back-to-back wins over their AFC contenders, the Chiefs and the last night, the Bills. And now they're four and five, but they're still terrible. They still had several turnovers. Now, the Bills were worse, obviously, with the the 22 points that they didn't win. But Josh Allen on the Bills also, you know, two interceptions, a lost fumble, and he's had an interception in his last six games. This could have been seven. And nobody's talking about that. They're not talking about how he's, you know, I know they call other quarterbacks trash. I'm not ready to say that yet. But I think I saw a post that I thought was probably most appropriate. I think he's broken. I think there's a problem. Now, I did see that the Bills did fire the OC, Dorsey, after the Monday Night Football loss. But how does that fix a quarterback who keeps throwing to the wrong team? So, it you know, it's just really, it, it was just really sad. The Bills are now 5-5. Five and five. They're looking up at the 6-3 and three Dolphins. And they just really are playing terrible football right now. And Josh Allen now leads the leagues, leads the league in interceptions at 11. And he just, that was his 10th three turnover game. And, you know, he's one of the top in that area. You don't want to have that stat for you. Um, Now, am I sad because it's AFC? No, because it just keeps getting better for the Steelers. But boy, that was just an ugly game. And as much as you love football, Having to watch that is is really tough. So what's going on with Vegas Jets? Okay, so Vegas won. The Raiders won 16-12. And yes, they have a new coach, Antonio Pierce. He's 2-0 since they relieved Josh McDaniels of his duties, which obviously was a, a good thing. But they still did not play this great football game. It was it was really just two two teams that just did not play well. I mean, they just kept going back and forth and punt, punt, punt. Oh, let's score one. And it, it was definitely just, again, not good football. I mean, the Jets are the Jets. They just are. You know, they've got a decent wide receiver in Garrett Wilson. I think on fantasy points, he scored almost 20 points. but And he had nine catches for 93 yards. But it, it's definitely interesting how they score those or I should say get those holding penalties right near the goal line. They also had a um, touchdown nullified because of that and just seven penalties on offense. That's not going to win you the game. 
So I'm positive their coach, Robert Salais, he's going to have to do something. I just don't think saying, well, you know, we're going to get um, our quarterback, our main quarterback back in December. So we'll be fine with Aaron Rodgers when they're four and five right now. That's a free for all for our free fall. I just don't think that's going to be that's going to be worth the wait. Then the Seattle, Washington. Oh, again, I see. I'm, I feel like I'm just being depressed today talking about football. 29-26. And, you know, you sit there and people say, oh, is Gino back? You know how they say that every week when he loses? They're like, he's terrible. When he's back or when they win, even if it's only by three points, they're like, oh, it's it's great. It's, you know, people, come on. Look at the game as the whole. Now, this is the first game he's had where he had a turnover-free day. And remember, that's after committing eight over the previous four games. So how can anybody say he's back? He had a decent game. And they were also playing Washington. That isn't a very good team. So when you when you look at that, you have to be like, you know, just hold your horses. You know, the commanders are four and six. They've got a terrible defense. And that's going to make any team look pretty good. The Giants just killed, or I should say were killed. Were killed by Dallas, 49-17. The Cowboys definitely, uh, I, you know, you know that the Giants are a mess. So what are you going to do there? You know, Coach Brian Dibble, I just don't see him having a job next year. Um, he he just doesn't seem to know what's going on in the sideline. Now he lost his quarterback, so now he's dealing with, you know, his third quarterback. I know that we saw the camera on Saquon Barkley. They had an animated, they call it, conversation. Um, after turnovers and on downs in the first half. And so everyone's upset on the sideline during the game. So it'll be interesting to see how they keep even that locker room going with some of that, um, some of that bad football. Again, it's, it's just not good. Detroit 41 over chargers. Now that was a fun game to watch. That was now, if you want to watch an offensive back and forth where there's just running, there's passing, um, it was really impressive to see what Goff can do. And Jared Goff, you know, you just don't really think of him as being able to bring the team forward, but he's doing a pretty good job on that. Um, we've got a, a couple of uh, running backs there between Montgomery and, you know, uh, Gibbs. And it just, it was a pretty fun game to watch. So if you actually got to see that, that was, that was a, a good game. But the Chargers, they're just not consistent. You know, they, they, have quarterback Justin Herbert, which everyone, just like Josh Allen, they want to anoint him the second coming. And you're just like, have you seen them play their game? So it, you just, you have to look at the, the game as the whole, not just what one person does. And if they're not managing the game, if they're not winning the game, let's face it, then it, it's going to be really tough to, to say, oh yeah, that's a great quarterback. Because looking what they looking at what they did, it, it just it, fun to watch back and forth. And I'm actually kind of happy that the Lions won. I'm always happy when an, an AFC team gets kicked down because that just really helps the Steelers. And you can know, you know where my heart lies. Looking at Arizona, Atlanta. They, so Arizona won their second game of the season. Remember, they did trade Josh, Josh Dobbs to the Vikings. That's been the story of the last two weeks. He's doing great over there, but Kyler Murray's return was back. And what did they do? They won 25-23. So he, I forget how fast he is. If you watch any of that game, it definitely was a fast game, but they definitely beat uh, the Falcons. Um, they had to deal with um, Tyler Heineke, and he ended up with a hamstring injury in the fourth quarter. 
And then they had to put back in Desmond Ritter, who was, remember, benched um, in the a couple of games ago. So between a struggling quarterback and then somebody was benched and then had to come back in, it's really going to be interesting to see what they do. They finally, finally played running back B. John Robinson after questioning his usage in a couple of games and not even making sense with that. So that's another coach that's on the hot seat, seeing what they're actually going to do. And I, I'd be surprised if Arthur Smith stays. You know, one of the things about winning or losing games, and this is probably a what the football moment, it's about does the coach, coach get to keep their job? And as I mentioned, we already have a fired OC uh, in Buffalo. So we'll see what happens after that. Uh, Houston, Cincinnati, Houston, pull it off. We were holding our breath. Oh my goodness. Could they actually beat an AFC North team? They did. And it was glorious. That's all I'm going to say. So the Houston Texans, as we know, they're a pretty good team right now. And especially with their quarterback, but they, they really did a, a decent job. 30, 27 pushed down Cincinnati and uh, we, we like that. The Bengals and what it, what went on with them? Well, there's kind of an interesting what the football moment there. So, you know, Jamar Chase, you know, despite back injuries earlier, he did have five catches for 124 yards and a touchdown. Um, but he didn't get that until the third quarter from Joe Burrow. And it was just tough because they're Path de- pass defense is just not that great. They gave up 356 yards to C.J. Stroud, but we know, we, I'm saying the, the Steelers know, that the Texans are a tough team, so they're definitely a tough team. But the Bengals, you know what? We're finally going to have a Thursday night game on Week 11 where they're going to have to play at Baltimore, so it's going to be Bengals-Ravens, and I'm, for one, can't wait to see that one. We've had some interesting Thursday night games that you're just like, what the heck? San Francisco, Jacksonville. Well, you know, remember when Jacksonville uh, decided that they would disrespect the terrible towel when they played us because they did beat us 2010 a couple of weeks ago. It's one of our three losses. Well, karma comes back to get you in the butt. San Francisco beat them 34-3, held them to three points, and it was just, it was just crazy. So um, coach, you know, Kyle Shanahan was among the people that was, he was flagged on the during a would-be fumble return for a touchdown. And so he'll probably laugh about that unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, but because he was very hot about something that was going on in the field. But the the Niners really showed up that day. And the Jaguars, I thought they were going to take a step forward, and I was actually thinking that was going to be a competitive game. But Calvin Ridley, he hasn't really made an impact on the season. Um, they they just, I, I don't know what Doug Peterson's doing there. So they, they really um, may not be a legitimate contender if their offense continues to flounder and they just really don't have um, anything in the running backs area. Their rookie running back, Tank Bigsby, he was responsible for his fourth turnover of the season because he had a, pa- a pass bounce off his hands and get intercepted. And actually, that's the second time it happened. It happened in the opener for them. So there's a lot of fumbles this weekend, a lot of, again, bad football. Week 10 was just crazy. Well, now, what did you think about the Pittsburgh Steelers-Green Bay game? Now, I know you've heard Joe already talk about this in their wrap-up from the game on Sunday. And yes, we we did win 23-19. But once again, we allow in the last seconds of the game a long throw down the middle of the field where now we've got to hope that our defense can stop them. 
It's not like we're blowing out teams and we're, we're able to be comfortable in that fourth quarter. And you're, you're holding your breath on the side, sidelines. And in this game, Kenny Pickett did not have a fourth quarter comeback. We scored early in the game. We had two touchdowns in the first half. And so Kenny Pickett, he didn't show improvement in this game, in my opinion. Um, he, he definitely manages the game, but the receivers also didn't help him out either. You know, Deontay Johnson, he had a critical drop early in the fourth quarter. He should have caught that. I don't care what anybody says. It was a good thrown ball from Kenny, but he dropped the ball, went right through his hands, and then Pickett threw another incompletion on the next play to George Pickens, and the offense stalled when we had really good field position. Now, who were the shining lights on this week? Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's always saying, oh, Jalen Warren should be the starter. Well, guess what? Mike Tomlin did make him the starter along with Najee Harris. Remember, for those of you out there that don't realize the average time of a football player in the league. So how long do they actually have a job without saying, you know, my body's had enough. Now, obviously quarterbacks are going to last longer, not all the time, just usually the, the star quarterbacks, but running backs average time in the NFL is four years, 4.4 to be exact, according to, to um, ESPN stats and wide receivers 7.2. That's not very long because a lot of teams have their star running back. Well, we've got a great one-two punch. I don't know if you want to call him Batman or Robin or what, but the running backs scored the touchdowns on the first two possessions, and they also both had just excellent, excellent days. And so Jalen Warren finally had his first 100-yard game, and it was just, you know, it was just a really good Pittsburgh Steeler, you know, run the ball game. So I really appreciate that. Now the secondary, we had a little bit of trouble there and we, they gave up completions of 49, 36, 30, 23 yards. In addition to a 35 yard touchdown where, um, in which Jordan Reed slipped behind Levi Wallace and Ken O'Neill for the, the touchdown. But we did see now why we actually signed Patrick Peterson. That think about all of the missed uh, extra points this weekend. We always talk about missed field goals. Mixed extra, mixed extra points are huge. That one point can make all the difference, and it did in the Steelers game. Think about it. If Green Bay had made their extra point on one of their touchdowns, it, they would have had 20. And the Pittsburgh Steelers at 23, they all they had to do was go down, which they were in field goal range, and tie it up, and then we would have had to try to win in overtime. Instead, they had no choice with no timeouts and to use all their timeouts, but to try and get a touchdown. So those extra points, and this is really kind of a way to say I have a Chris Boswell, um, you know, appreciation day. I think we need to throw him a party because he's so reliable. He makes everything that he does. And, you know, I don't even count the 61 yarder that he wasn't able to make after we had a, a holding call uh, when he did make the 55 yarder last week. But it's just crazy how I'm seeing all during the t uh, week 10, those missed extra points, and they mean a lot. It just changes what you have to do in the last seconds and minutes of the game. So shout out definitely to Chris Boswell for just being awesome. But again, back to Patrick Peterson, that, that missed, or I should say that blocked extra point, and then that fantastic uh, defensive back play where he popped that ball into uh, Keanu Neal's uh, hands and then he ran it back. That is, those are the, and I know Tomlin calls them splash plays, but those are the plays that change games and put us at six and three. And I know that all the pundits want to say we are the worst team at six and three. You know, 
Take a look at the Bills at 5-5. Five and five. Take a look at what's going on with the, the Bengals at 5-4. and four. I mean, take a look at how many turnovers they have um, in Baltimore. Now they're 7-3. and three. We're only one game behind them. We're in second place as, as a Steelers. So I don't want to hear it. And what, what I think is important to really realize, we don't want to apologize for wins. We don't. And I saw somebody say, oh, Cleveland is, you know, they're the ones that are going to win the AFC North. How can you say that? So, yes, they're also 6-3, and three, but they don't have the same division record as the Steelers. And they do have a favorable schedule. So do the Steelers, except we do play them in Week 11. But the biggest thing is our secondary, or I should say our um, T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith, they have to get after Deshaun Watson because he is not a good quarterback. He is kind of making his way, but he basically he throws a pick six on the opening drive. Um, he he fumbles. He's he's very much uh, similar without the mobility of Lamar Jackson. How they turn over the ball. I know that he's definitely not worth the money they paid him. Um, but if we can get after him and get him to you know they do what he does as far as his fumbles and his lack of ball protection. I really believe that there's going to be some uh, a possible win when we're in Cleveland this coming weekend. So I think that uh, that's a positive. Now, Ravens, everybody's like, oh, everyone's hurt. Everyone's hurt. Everyone has injuries. Everyone does. Look what we've lost on Steelers. And so I, I don't even want to hear it. Yes, they lost quarterback Humphreys and left tackle Ron Staley, where they were limped to the rock locker room and Humphrey had an ankle injury. But you know, they, they just don't seem to really capitalize on their running game. So we'll see what happens there. I don't see that Lamar Jackson's doing any kind of, you know, backflips into the end zone. So we'll see what happens in that one. The positive, what the football is Minnesota. I love the Josh Dobbs story. Keep it going as long as possible. So can they, can the Vikings keep winning with him? They did again this week. So 27-19 versus New Orleans. He Again, he's only been there 10 days. Uh, he ran for a touchdown, threw for a second touchdown, compiled 192 yards, rushing and receiving yards. And so now he's run two straight games, and he's only played seven of eight quarters for them. And so, but the, the coaching staff, you know, Connell's doing a great job over there. And TJ Hawkinson, he's in my fantasy league. I actually appreciate that tight end. Um, for 10 pass, 10 catches for 100 yards and a touchdown, that definitely helped me win three out of my four leagues this week. So I you just can't help but, but really root for Josh Dobbs. And I think it helps that he's in an NFC uh, league right now or he's on the other side. Tampa Bay, Tennessee. Well, Tennessee, I don't know what's going on with them. They just don't have any offensive at all. And so it just looks like Baker Mayfield kind of 20 to, six, 20 to 6, just kind of walked all over them. Indianapolis, uh, 10 to 6, New England. Wow, 2-8 Patriots. Wow, heading into their bye. I, I keep hearing that they're going to continue with Mac Jones. Why? He is terrible. He, fourth quarter interception. I don't see anybody yelling at him on the sidelines. You know, that's one to keep an eye on. And also, even though Bill Belichick uh, signed a four-year deal for his contract there's a lot of rumors saying that that might not be the case he may be deciding to leave or walk away well you know if you don't have a quarterback you don't have Tom Brady you don't have anybody that's solid there but you do have a record that could get you somebody in the draft it'll be interesting to see what happens on that one 
So it's been definitely a interesting week 10 to say the least. And let's hope week 11 brings us a little bit less drama on the extra point kicks. I know that I, as a joke, I was checking my blood pressure during the game in the last minute and it spiked. It spiked. Yes. I, when anybody says, you know what, we hyperventilate through our Steelers game. They're not lying. Our, my blood pressure spiked. So I've got to calm down, not scream at the TV and just say, okay, everything's going to be okay. So let's hope we can get to seven and three and uh, life would be grand. So everyone make it a great day, a great rest of your week. And thank you for listening to the WTF podcast by Steel City Underground. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. 